Hey guys, welcome to episode 12 of Two Terrible Sports Analysts. As always, Colin is right here. No, don't lie to him. Oh, then he's not right here. I must be talking to myself. Talking to a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Got a few things to talk about today. Let's go ahead and talk about Bruce Arians blames Bucks bad start on Brady. Do you agree? Yes and no. Yes to the point of okay. he's the quarterback under center, so it don't matter who the quarterback was, the quarterback would begin to blame on the offensive side of the field. That's just how it works, no matter what team you right. are. So in that standpoint, yes. But as I've said before, Tom Brady is a Barry Sanders on the old Detroit Lions team. He's the only decent player. I'm going to call him decent. I mean, he's great, but he's aging, so I'm going to call him decent this season. He's been decent all season himself. Okay. Great for his age, but as far as what he's been in the past, he's just been decent this year. So, like I said, to an extent, yeah, yeah the guy's the guy's right. He's the quarterback under center, therefore, you know, he is to blame in this situation. But in the situation of his age and the team around him, no, that's the coaching and everything else to go along with it. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of – I agree yes and no because kind of a couple different points on that, but I agree with you. But – Brady, like I said it in a couple podcasts ago, he's he's playing. He was playing when they's having that bad start. They're kind of coming out of it now, some. But when he's having that bad start, he was playing. You could tell he had something on his mind, and I think that was just him and his family having issues. But now you can see him. Maybe it's not completely off his mind, but it's not completely fogging his mind either you know he you can tell his mind's more in the game now than it was because he was even taking a little bit of time off around that time so you could tell he just wasn't in the playing football at that time which having family issues that'll take take your groove out that'll take your want to out because you're focused on your life at that point and your life's more important than anything so but now you can tell that i think like Personal right, and I believe they did get a divorce now, or they did officially announce they are getting divorced. So I think that's just it's over now. So now he can just focus on football, or whatever. And yeah, it still hurts, I'm sure, but you can just tell that he's more focused now. Um, but so on that part, yes, I'll agree that he was playing bad, but I'll also say no because it wasn't just him playing bad, the entire team was playing bad. Yes, I know he runs the offense but he doesn't run the defense and the defense wasn't playing good either, but neither was the offensive line or the rest of the team. So, and they may be even going off his vibe, but they should still play at their full capacity, whether he's in fully in it or not, they should try to win whether he's trying. I mean, he's always going to try to win, but whether he's fully in it or not, you could just tell that they weren't the team that won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. No, definitely not. Not even. No, like they just—they the offensive line just wasn't even trying to block for him. 
but now they're getting it together some. They're they're doing better. A couple wins in a row. Man, I mean, think about the personal life side of it whenever I was typing up my stuff. Yeah, that's the first thing that came to mind for me was you could just tell when you watched him play those first games that he was having trouble. It was just you could just tell he wasn't in it. His heart was not in it. His mind wasn't in it. But now you can tell he's more focused. Oh yeah. And like you said, it makes sense because everything's getting finalized on that end of it, so he really has nothing tied him down. I mean, obviously his kids, but his kids weren't at the issue. Right. It was him and his wife having issues because he wants to play basketball. I mean, basketball, I'm sorry. He wants to play football. She doesn't want to play anymore, but that's what the man does. That's what he's done for years. So, I mean, and I'm sure there was other issues going on too, not just because he decided to play football. If it's just over football, then that's just a terrible reason and excuse. But that's that's not my right. type of key to jump in. It's not a technical sports topic. Right. That's not that's, right. But uh, yeah, moving on. The Nets have already they have already um, talked about their frustration with Ben Simmons, and it's this early in the season. What do you think about that? Well, when they traded for him, they knew what they was getting. Uh, Mm -hmm. Big name with no backup to it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, but at the same time, the Nets aren't really helping their situation because the guy's a small forward through and through. But, you know, he's coming off as a bench player right now. And behind Kevin Durant, which is the team starting small forward. So, like I said, signing for him in the first Mm -hmm. place was stupid. Because they got rid of, I mean, they got a shoot, they got rid of a shooting guard and yeah. got a small forward instead when they already had a superstar small forward, and not just a, I mean, I still call Ben Simmons a rising star even though he's not doing much rising, but you know his name is just big or star, <laughs> but you also can't right. expect a guy to do what he's supposed to do whenever you're playing him at the four and five. So, but you know, again, with another grain of salt. That's really the only guy to only the place the guy can shoot and even be close to hitting the basket. All right, because he can't shoot at all. Yeah. But like I yeah. said, they have the frustration to blame on themselves because they knew what they was doing whenever they was trading. Right. And yeah, I agree with that. I, I, that's exactly what I put in my notes. I said they knew what they were getting. And they did. They knew that obviously the 76ers were frustrated with them because he wasn't producing like he should. He blew that playoff run year before last. And, I mean, he's this year he's only averaging 5.8 points, 6.8 rebounds, 5.6 assists, and 1.1 steals in 26 minutes per game. 26 minutes per game, you should get way more than five points a game if you're some sort of star. Yeah, and you can just tell the past few years he's played. He doesn't love basketball anymore. He loves the money. He's not in there to play basketball. He's in there to just get a paycheck. You can just tell his heart's not in it, and that's not a good reason. To, yes, money is important, but that's not the reason to do something. If you're not in it, get out of it. 
if you've already had a few million dollar paychecks, you can easily retire and not have to work a day in your life. You know how right, is. exactly. Or go do something else. You can do it sports related. You can go be an analyst or something. Go on the, work for ESPN if you're still wanting sports. But if your heart's not in, there's no sense in making your life miserable, making people not like you because you want a good paycheck. Yeah, I'm, I'm, he's never been. I mean, I heard I was reading something on ESPN, and it said, "Oh yeah, his last game he had eleven points, and that was a decent game." I was like, "What's decent about it?" I was like, "You can take any bench player, and they can make eleven." I was like, "Eleven points, right?" And that's like, "Oh, they're putting out this article after he had a good game." That's not a good game if you're a star that he's supposed to be. That's not a good game. No, most stars are making a point per minute if they're up there on the floor on average. Oh, yeah. So he should have at least 26 points. Mm-hmm. Which isn't even close to being a scoring leader in the NBA. You've got the top no. right now at 35, 36 points a game. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, um, that, that would be a decent performance would be just your basically a point per minute. I know it's not going to be every single night. I mean, that's an average, but, yeah. you know, you should be getting at least 20 points in 26 minutes if you're a star. That's what I'm saying, at least 20 points, at least. But, yeah, I mean, they – Two or three assists, and then that makes up for that. They've even had, like, players-only meetings expressing his want to to play basketball. and I mean, he's telling them, yeah, I want to play, you know, I've just been hurt or whatever. And then I think he missed – I've seen that he missed all of last season – because of mental illness or whatever. But if he's just not in it, then just don't play anymore. There's no sense in making your team worse because the Nets, I mean, they're having a hard enough time with everything else that's going on. They don't need that added to their frustration. That's true. I mean, that's really any team that the guy would be on. I mean, no team needs that extra burden on the team. Yeah, like I said, he might be able to – be uh, 11 points a game person and you know it might add up towards the end of the game but I don't think any game's been close that he's scored on no anyways. they're not which I know right they're not even winning games not being in there as well but it don't make a difference yeah right um, you're in there to play basketball and to produce points and help the team win and you're not even doing that you're hurting the team more than you're helping them when you're in the game so, of course, they're going to be frustrated and want to get rid of you. But when basically when asked about it, he's like, oh, I don't know why. I mean, he didn't say this, but you could just tell by the way he was acting. Oh, I don't know why they're upset. You know, I'm doing what I'm asked to do. Well, not really. He's like the East Coast version of Westbrook right now. Right. That's who I see when I see the way he's acting as Russell Westbrook. Oh, I don't know why I'm doing so good. No, you're not. You're doing awful. your standards a little bit and that's what Simmons needs to do too even like you said if you don't yeah like it, I mean just quit it ain't like it's affecting anything if you quit I mean yeah, yeah right. I mean it's not gonna hurt Hall of Fame run eventually but how he's playing is never gonna be in the Hall of Fame no not even close I mean he's, he's never gonna win a championship it's not a Hall of Fame uh accolade no I mean it is I mean he's like you have to still be consistent throughout your career Right, yeah, you can't just win Rookie of the Year and win, uh, get in the Hall of Fame. You got to do other stuff. Yeah, 
like that's pretty much the only thing that he had was his rookie year and that wasn't even his rookie year we already talked about that he was a second year player he was just hurt the first year yeah so the guy's been in the league what five years now and he's only played two and he's only played certain games out of those two years yeah and hasn't done anything worth anything i mean yeah whenever he had his quote-unquote rookie of the year one he was averaging his 26 points or whatever it was a game at that point but he was also playing 40 35 40 minutes right because he's a young player he could play in minutes and i mean he's still young he still play those minutes but they don't want to play those minutes because he's not producing them every day you're saying i think he's only a year or two older than us yeah he's not old I can go out there and suck it in. I might not be as fast or as tall, but I could definitely do it. Yeah, I mean, I could. Get, I mean, I'm sure I could. In 26 minutes, I'm sure I could manage to get five points. Being Somehow, some like way. Basically. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, I could I mean, manage. You're probably a whole foot shorter than what he is, aren't you? Or close to it? Probably. Is yeah, like pretty six, close. Eight, six seven. Yeah, about a foot shorter. Right. I can shoot though. Yeah, you, you can shoot a little bit better when he can. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, we discussed this topic about the grass and turf fields, but Aaron Rodgers calls for his opinion is to go to all grass fields. As mentioned before, I mean, I think it should be all grass. It's more natural. You got less risks of injury on normal grass. But he went a step further than just being like everybody else, and he put petitions out for the league. So I yep. think he's already had – this may seem astronomical, but it, he's had basically – and it counts – it don't count for just the players. It counts for the practice team, the whole nine yards, because that's the fields they practice on. Uh, right. It's got like, I think, a 1,000 signatures on it. Which, which is still yeah. a lot. It is. So, I mean, like I said, and we mentioned it, I think it was last week or a week before last, it helps prevent injuries, the whole nine yards. If if it's not all grass fields, make every single field the same. Make them all turf. Make them all astroturf. Whatever you decide to do. It's, and as far as the quote-unquote fairness level goes, it would make sense if everybody had the same field. That way you do everything was right with each team. Right, and yeah, no, everything's the same across the board. I mean, every single football team, I mean, I'm assuming all the fields that are alike at are sod, so therefore at that point, the NFL could go a step further and be like, okay, yeah, this field can have sod, like even get the same type of specific sod down. Yeah. To make every field uniform. I'm surprised that it hasn't been a – a problem in the past, like before this. I'm surprised I mean, that now trying to. I mean, they're switching. More teams were switching over the turf, but injuries have yeah. increased since then. Yeah, and and that's really his issue. He said, "This is him quoting here." I think you would see less of these non-contact injuries that we see on some of the surfaces. And I think that it'd be a good step in the right direction toward player safety to make the requirement for every field to be grass. But 
he said that he also isn't hopeful that they will go through with it. He's not saying that it will likely go through. But, I mean, you will see a lot less injuries. I mean, it's just common sense, really, if you think about it. You'll see a lot less injuries if you go with natural grass because it's softer. Definitely. And And it's it's an issue. I mean, yes, in football you're going to have injuries. It's a contact sport. But non-contact injuries just from falling on the ground, that's an issue. If you're just falling on the ground and getting hurt out for the season or out a few games, just falling on the ground because it's too hard. Or really what they call turf toe. Yeah. Like you get that. I mean, yeah, you can't get it on grass fields, but it's a whole lot more common on turf if you play on turf all the time. Right. And that's the name of it. I just think it'd just be, it'd make a lot of sense for the NFL just to ban turf fields across the board, put all natural grass, some type of grass that can grow in most of the regions or the areas of all the cities. That way, just be more fair across the board. You don't have to worry about anything. Just have cleats. You don't have to worry about any other type of shoe or anything for the different fields you're going to be playing on. Yep, then at that point, the players could choose what type of cleats they wanted to wear. If they wanted to do the normal rubber cleats that you usually wear as a kid or the little metal tip ones. Yeah, or plastic, whatever they choose. But we'll find out because, I mean, every single NFL team, I'm pretty sure, are billion-dollar teams in today's time. So they're acting like they're not going to be able to afford putting that stuff down in the first place. And that'd probably be where the line is strong to be like, okay, well, we can't afford to do this, which I'm calling a lot right now. Right. I mean, they can afford it. I mean, they got money. I don't even know what the big issue is because they can't say, oh, it's too much work to paint it and mow it because we've already talked about they're not going to do it. The owner's not going to do it. The coach ain't going to do it. They're going to hire somebody to do it. Contractor. Yeah, a contractor. Just hire like a water boy to do it or something. I don't know. Somebody's going to do it. You don't have to do it. Yeah, Yeah, and they suck at it. If they're contractors, you just fire them, find somebody else. Yeah, and I mean, they would love to do it. You'd be able to brag, yeah, my grass for the Eagles. You know how cool that'd be? Oh, yeah, and especially if uh, that would be like a huge boost to their business to be like, yeah, I'm over the Eagles field. Yeah, that'd be awesome, and that'd be great advertising. I would go back into landscaping for that. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard to do a football field. No, it's flat and (laughs) just back and forth. Yeah, and if it's an NFL field, you don't have to worry about rocks or anything. You don't have to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. And even if you do launch something, it's launching into the stands. Therefore, it's still not really affecting anything. No, I just it'd just make a whole lot of sense if they would just make it grass. It wouldn't hurt anybody, and it would save a lot of injuries. I mean, it's just to protect the players, really. I mean, that's I don't know why they they won't more people won't push for this protect the players well, i mean it's had i mean they're slow on everything the nfl is because look how many people had to have like of course you can't detect ct until you're dead or whatever but look how many former players that snapped after retiring quitting doing whatever they did found out they had ct and they're just now taking more strict on pretty 
concussion protocols, and you still seen that get messed up with Tua on a couple podcasts ago. Yeah, right. Like I said, the NFL was just slow on this stuff. It was the NBA. They'd be soaking this stuff up, and they'd already had it switched yesterday. So, the NBA, man, they're on their game when it comes to rule changes to make players – yeah, player safety or even fan safety. They are on the ball with changing rules. If it's a problem right now, it's changing tomorrow. They're not waiting till the next season. They're not waiting for it to test it with the G League. They're changing it now and making it effective immediately. Now, if it's a rule change that's going to change the game, they may test it with the G League first or may wait a next year. But if it's something safety that could harm somebody, Anybody. then they're changing it right now. They don't mess around. And that's how it should be. Yep, but the NFL, like I said, they're still slow with that stuff. Yeah, and football is a more contact sport than basketball. You're going to get injured more. So they, you think the NFL would be more strict on their rules than the NBA is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Basketball is a contact sport, too. Some people say it's not, but it is. I was just saying, I've had more concussions playing basketball than I have football. Yeah. I was saying, some people say, oh, basketball is not a contact sport. It is. But obviously not as much as football because your whole point in football is to hit people. Mm-hmm. Basketball, you get in trouble for hitting people. Right. But, I mean, it still happens. You still smack the floor, hit your head off the hardwood. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's where the concussion comes in at. Yeah. <laughs> so I've done a couple times. Yeah. Never got a concussion in football, but I can count three in basketball. Yeah. Yeah, the NFL needs to get better on this. Adam Silver, that guy, he is on the ball. He's a good commissioner for the NBA. Robert Oakley. Oh, man, they look like twins. <laughs> they do. We've been telling him that since literally middle school, and he's still in denial over it. He don't believe it. <sighs> we'll have to put a picture of Robert in our description so people can go on. That's right. <laughs> no. I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> no, he's not. All right, moving on. NBA power rankings. <laughs> Well, how do you want me to do this? Do you want me to name off all 30 teams and us discuss which ones are interesting us or? Uh, I was just going to do like the top five, top ten. Gotcha. Because I know like the Pelicans and like stuff specifically have like jumped up majorly. And there's been a few like major drops. So that's why I didn't know if you wanted me to read off every team, which I don't care to do. And then we can discuss how we feel about each rank or we can just do the top ten. Yeah, I was just going to do top ten and discuss like where they were a week before, where we where we'll think they'll be at the end of the season. All right, let's go. You want me to start? Right. You got this. I got you. Then we can discuss it. All right, number one, the Boston Celtics. The C's. Collins team. Record. Look at all that green as a kid. Just draw me into being a favorite team. Right. The Eagles. Uh, 11 and 3. Previous ranking, number four. Popped up three ranks to number one, which they have the best record in the NBA right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the Bucks, they are 10 and 3. Previous rank, 1. They dropped. The... But they played one less game than Boston so far, so that's why they probably dropped. If they would have right. won the same amount of games, they still And they got. And they've got hit hard by a few injuries recently, so that may put them, keep them in that Did number you see two. That news last night. No. With the Sixers game. No. <laughs> uh, he got mad because I guess he missed a few free throws during the game, which I think that was like the point difference between them losing to the Sixers last night. Yeah. So after the game, he was like, okay, do what a normal player would do that wants to grind and be good is I'm going to go out here and shoot all kinds of free throws like we used to do. Right. And for whatever reason, the workers, which I can understand the workers had their job to do too, and I guess there was technically two sides of the court, so Giannis could have easily went to the other side and court and shot free throws. But specifically, Giannis was already there shooting, and then these guys brought a ladder out and put it in front of the rim. And was messing with him shooting free throws. And he like picked up the ladder and chucked it after he mouthed off the person real quick. Wow. Which like I said, he was there first, but at the same time I understand those guys had a job to do. And he Giannis could have went to the other side and shot, but it was kind of bad that those guys just walked up since he was the opposing team. Because it was at it was in Philadelphia. And was just like, yeah, no, we're going to start working here. I don't care about you. <laughs> That's funny. I bet he's going to get a fine for that. But, yeah, he picked up that – it was – I say it was a 15-foot uh, A-frame ladder, and he just picked it up and just threw it. At least nobody was on it. <laughs> yeah, at least nobody was on it. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't see that. That's funny. Number four. All right. Trail bracers. Yeah. Well, number three, Nuggets. Oh, my bad. Yeah. I, I don't know how to count it with the Clay County. Right. Me too. Previous ranking, number six. Now, number four, Trailblazers. Previous eight. So they jumped up. And here's a shock. Here's a shock to me. Memphis Grizzlies are in the top five right now in the NBA. I mean, they're a good team this year. I'm not. I'm not even mad at the ranking this year. No, no, no. John Morant, that kid, he's special. He's he's a good young player. Oh, definitely. And he's already the leader of the team, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's basically almost since day one. Mm-hmm. But he has then number six team turned around in just a couple of seasons. Yeah, and I mean they've made the playoffs. What the past two, three years? I think so. Ever since he's been on. Yeah, and that's that's crazy. I mean, they're not title contenders or anything, but still, just getting the Grizzlies—they've never been good. The past ten years. What I would say since Mayo and Gate played. Yeah, forever ago. Yeah, good to see them top five. Previous number seven, the Suns, they are number six. They were number three last week, so they've dropped three in a week. They've been on a losing streak, though. Yeah. And then the same, kind of the same with the Cavaliers. They're number seven. They were number two behind the Bucks last week. 
Day one was number one in the East. Yeah, it was. It was the Suns was on top, and then it was the Cavs behind them. So it was a top East and a top West team, and then they both shot down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which they're on that losing streak too. Um, Donovan Mitchell m- missed a couple games due to, I believe, his ankle was bothering him. Mm-hmm. So once they get that figured out, I still think they'll finish. What would we say, top four in the East to finish the season? I think so. Yeah, I think they'll still be in the top four. But uh, Atlanta Hawks, they're another surprise. They're usually not a typical good team. I know they made it to the final a couple of years ago against the Bucks, but eh. Well, it was the, the Eastern Conference Finals. Maybe it was. It wouldn't have been the Eastern Finals because they're both Eastern teams. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. That's a. That's my fault. I'm slow. All right. Yeah, they were previous number two. Clay County too. Yeah, I went to Clay County too. <laughs> the Utah Jazz, number nine. They were previous number five, but are they still not first in the West? Obviously not. The Suns are up there. I mean, actual standings. And the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are the Western team, even though they're in Tennessee. I'm saying, like, the actual rankings, not the power rankings. The actual standings. They're number number two in the West right now. The Jets. And the Travelers are actually number one now. Oh, yeah, I forgot they were the Western team. Yeah. All right. And then here's in the top 10. Dallas Mavericks, number 10, previous number nine. Luca, he's doing what Luca does. Yeah. Just beat Magic Johnson's 50th career triple double timing by one game. Yeah. That kid, we talked about, he's special too. He is. He's good. We even talked he's done about 100 it. games quicker than his head coach. Jason Kidd doesn't do it until like 650. Yeah. They're fifth in the West right now in the standings. But he's, we talked about him being, having potential to be that this generation player. And I think, I still stand by that. He can be. He's a, he's a good player. Good young player. I'll hop down to 13 real quick because it was a, probably the biggest jump I've seen. It's 19 to 13 is the Wizards. Yeah, I did see that. That's a surprise. And Sacramento. Sacramento's eight. They was 26, now they're 18. Yeah. But that Wizards, they're not even – they don't have a lot of – I won't say they don't have a lot of talent because it's all NBA teams. Porzingis. Yeah, and Kuzma, but nobody likes Kuzma. And Porzingis. Counts Kuzma. Right, he's junk. But Porzingis really ain't that guy either. No. Bradley Bill, he's he's a good shooter. He's been carrying that team. Yeah. Now, how do you see these stack up towards the end of the year? Uh, What's the new top five for the end of the year? Top five for the end of the year. I'll say the Blazers will end the year number two. I say the Bucks will be number one. Okay. Boston will be number three. 
say the grizzlies will be four and then the nuggets will be five. Okay. So you're not moving anybody out of the top five that's in it already? I'm not moving anybody out of the top five, no. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let's I mean, go ahead see. and say the Lakers are going to do it. Go ahead. <laughs> Lakers will be number one by the end of the season. I'll tell you that right now. And while I'm at it, I'll put the Magic at the number two if I'm putting the Lakers at the number one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let me guess you no. Houston? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, what's your actual list? Mm. <laughs> that is my actual list. Okay. No, I'm joking. I, I, no way. I, I'll be lucky if the Lakers are 29th at the end of the year. Yeah. The way they're playing right now. Anyway, I'll say I'm going to go ahead and move the Nuggets out of the top five. Okay. Put Cavaliers back in. I believe in that Cavaliers team. Um, okay, for number one, I'll give it back to the Bucks. Number two. I'll give to the Trailblazers. Number three, I'll give to Celtics. And four, I'll give to the Grizzlies. And number five, I'll give to the Cavaliers. Okay. To finish the year. Sorry, sorry, Nuggets. Thing. You like that? Yeah, that was a good one. You think that's a better yeah, pick? Was, that would have been another one pick in my second runner-up brackets here. Yeah, that's. I think that's more realistic. <laughs> I think the one you just gave was more realistic, but expectations <laughs> are definitely a whole different ballgame. I'd love to see the Lakers get the top ten by the end of the year, but I don't know. Just if they get rid of Russ, like I've said before, they will. But if they keep him, no, there's no way. He's just holding them back like Ben Simmons is holding them. Next. Like I said, they're just the opposite coast of each other's thing, and that's been the thing since the beginning because Westbrook was uh, always been a West Coast player. And, well, yeah. yeah, he's always been West Coast, hasn't he? Westbrook, yeah. Except for when he was on the Wizards. As you say, I thought he played for the Wizards for like not even a year. Yeah, I think it was one full year, I think. All right. Want to hit one more? Yeah. I'll get, yeah. All right. West Virginia it's University. Kind of irrelevant if we don't. Right. Yeah. West Virginia University basketball is now 4 0. They beat Pennsylvania last night. What do you think about that? You think they're going to do something this year? They don't play a conference game until no? New Year's Eve. Literally every single team right. playing up until New Year's Eve is at a conference and basically high school teams. Like, I think Moorhead might be the okay. only true competition until they get the Big 12 games. Obviously, they're number one in the Big 12 right now because everyone else in the Big 12 yeah. is playing each other, and West Virginia is the only undefeated team left in the Big 12 right now. That's right. We're better. 
But like I said, we don't even start conference play until New Year's Eve. So December 31st will be the first time West Virginia plays a fellow Big 12 school. All right, so real quick, will they make the March Madness tournament? They keep on playing like this, yes, obviously. But okay. how far will they go? I'd still say they choke in the round of 32. What? All right, Colin, enough of that. All right, so I think – I mean, they're not going to win the tournament or nothing, but I'll say they'll make the tournament, and they'll at least make it to the Sweet 16. Oh, my. I was one game off. But I say they'll make it to the Elite Eight. Okay. Maybe the Final Four. They'll at least make it there, but you can't say that they'll make it to something else. Well, at the most. Well, at the most, they'll make the Elite Eight. Yes. But at the very least, they'll make it to where I said. I don't know. That that Final Four, they might hit the Final Four. Maybe the okay. maybe the championship. I don't know. You know. I think that's more realistic than your dream right now. I mean, with this record, yeah, that's it's completely possible. But like I said, they don't play conference game until yeah. that point. So conference game don't matter. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm full of dreams today. I'm full of dreams. That's right. <laughs> no, I do say they will make the tournament and they'll get beat out in the Sweet Sixteen. Okay. So you're just giving them one more game than what I'm giving them. Yeah. But I do think that they will finish in the Big 12. I'll give them fourth. I'll agree. Fourth. Since we pretty much said that at the same time. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's pretty much all the time we have, but I will touch just real quick. I'm not going to get into detail. Kyrie will be back tomorrow after an eight-game absence. Yes, That was our last topic. I had more details. I had a lot, actually, more details, but we don't have time. To get to it. Eh, we can cover it once he recovers and comes back. I mean, not recovering. He's not recovering for anything. But when he comes back, we can discuss right. it next week of how the suspension treated his body with playing. Yeah, we can do that. We can do a touch about But, yeah, he'll be back tomorrow after being off eight games. So, check on that. See how he plays. But other than that, um, check out our Instagram. Well, it's our Three Terrible Gamers Instagram. But it covers both podcasts. Our YouTube channel, Two Terrible Podcasts. And go check out our Three Terrible Gamers, well, podcast. And give it a listen. We do have merch for that. We will have merch for this podcast out soon but not quite it will be under the three table gamers because they won't let me change my username on there so and we'll probably take another five day ban because apparently we can't use our own logos on stuff yeah there are logos that we made but we they have to verify that we didn't steal them so, so we're on like a five day ban there but after thanksgiving pretty much go free feel free to go check it out go buy all of our stuff and wear it out and they're your friends will be like, oh, what's that? And then tell them it's two terrible sports analysts. Two, it's three terrible gamers. Go listen to them, and then we'll get more listens. That's right, and you get cool merch. Yeah, and it looks awesome. All this stuff is cool. So I'm going to buy some. I'm going to wear it. That's right. But other than that, Colin, you have anything? Nope. 
All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Later, guys.